Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You are all for the best Ravens Time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Hayes. Sponsored by CQ Credit Union. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and 105.7 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw. News from the Nest. It's uh, Ravens Talk. If you're on the phones, I'm getting you here in a second. But John Harbaugh met with the media yesterday. He's going to do it again today. So is Lamar Jackson. So is Roquan Smith. So is Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. It's back to work. As we said earlier, Vinny brought it up. Tuesday is today for us in real time, but for the Ravens, it's Wednesday in regards to an NFL work week. Because yeah. they play Saturday. Right. So this is a Wednesday for them. So install game plan. This is first day of Houston work week on the field. Yeah, they practice today, tomorrow, Thursday, walk through Friday, Friday and then game Saturday. kick it off. All right, John Harbaugh was asked yesterday, you had to buy. How'd that help you out there, John? I think it was good, you know, just from the, 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 the mental standpoint, also certainly the recovery standpoint. I mean, it's late season of a long season. We had a lot of very physical games, very physical games down the stretch, and they were all, every one of our games was a meaningful game for us and for our opponent until the last one, which was still meaningful for them, and most of our guys played. So I think the mental rest was valuable. You know, you work hard to get that bye. I don't think anybody's ever requested not to have the bye when they earned it, have they? So it's definitely a positive, you know, and I think our guys, I know our guys looked at it that way, and we had a really good week of practice, so we did what we needed to do. Yeah, I, I think they did things differently. I think they practiced more. What they practice? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So they practiced four days. And then the other thing that does, Bob, is, is they can't leave. You know, I mean, you're practicing Saturday, and then you're watching Houston-Cleveland Saturday afternoon, then you got to be back in there on Monday. So, yeah, then they weren't able to go anywhere, which I think is a big thing. And just get focused and ready to go, get your treatment, get the, you know, the rehab that you need. Now, John Harbaugh, you know, he's a no-taker, apparently, watching other games and potential opponents. It's now Houston, who the Ravens played earlier. And uh, do you share that info with your players? From a playoff standpoint, I mean, there were teams that came out and played really well. There were teams that came out and didn't play well. You know, and you take notice of that and you try to say, well, why? You know, why are those things happening to that team? That's not something they expected. I think I think all the guys do the same thing. I, I, you know, I might mention it somewhere along the way to some degree, but the game last night, both teams played great, you know. So uh, we just got to be focused on playing our best football. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we want to be focused, but we want to be loose at the same time. Those two things are very important and uh, that's what we'll shoot for. Because the teams that didn't, I mean, Dallas was tight. At home. And they'd won 16 in a row at home. Mm-hmm. That, that's the thing. They were the – because Green Bay, they're playing with house money. They've got the youngest team in the league. Nobody expects – just go have fun. 
where Dallas, their buttholes were puckered, man, big yeah. time. And as soon as Green Bay scored first, too. Yeah. Dallas had averaged 37 points a game at home, and yep. drubbing yep. most of the opposition. Jimmy Johnson yelling at inanimate objects. And it, was, it was crazy, man. Crazy. But getting back to the Ravens, he talked about the closeness of this ball club ahead of their first playoff game this year. One of the most connected teams I've ever been around, you know, and I think it starts with the fact that I really believe they love one another. I think the guys, I, you can just tell when a group of people like being around one another, like working together, trust one another, believe in one another, and uh, and want to see everybody succeed. If one of us succeeds, we all succeed. I, I see that with this group as much or more than any other team that I've been around in, you know, 40-plus years of coaching. So, and I'm just, I'm, I admire everybody in, in those seats that sit right there in our team meeting. I admire every single person sitting in those seats. I would think, Bob, in 19, when they won however many in a row and they were kicking everybody's ass, the, that team was feeling pretty good about themselves, too. I remember that vibe being very positive and yeah. together. And, you know, remember, Mark Ingram was yeah, kind of the, the the leader there. Yes. And yep. Lamar was having I I remember them kind of, maybe Earl Thomas wasn't all in on the camaraderie there because he had a couple of instances yeah. famously screaming at Brandon Williams, remember, for not suiting up for a loss, but yeah. I'm seeming to remember them kind of the ELE, everybody love everybody vibe. Well, too. look at like in 19, Bob, and you mentioned this before, is they got down 14 and they were coaching like they were down 30. Kind of like they down by six at halftime and you think about it, it's like, were they losing by like 35 yeah. or something? They got no. tight. They got tight, and that's the thing. If the all right, if you if Stroud comes down and scores, all right, just go answer, just go answer. That that's the thing, and I think they'll be more inclined to be that way because I, I think that's how Lamar's got a ton of confidence and stuff, and and they've got offense that can can make plays and come from behind. Video Haiti 105 some of the fan news from the nest. John Harbaugh here talks about the leadership that he has on this year's team. And that's true in the NFL too. You've got to have great senior leadership. And we have that. Our seniors, and I don't mean like old age type seniors, you know, I mean our veteran players and our best players are also our hardest workers. They're our, our most uh, responsible guys. And that's what drives the whole thing through the whole deal. So you know, you talk about vision. Uh, the vision, basically, the definition of vision is a shared understanding. You know, we have a shared understanding of what's required and uh, what we need to do and how we're going to go about doing it. And I just feel like those guys drive that every single day, locker room, meeting room, practice field, hanging out, going to dinner, whatever it might be, that gets reinforced all the time. And once it gets reinforced all the time, it kind of centers back on itself and gains momentum. And next thing you know, it's rolling. Yeah, I, I think, Bob, when, when you're – best players are your hardest workers then you got it going on because then everybody else they've got to like well he's doing that i got to you know i mean like it, let's let's just say for example that odell is a dog doesn't lift and doesn't do all those things the other receivers going to like well, he's not doing it why do i got to do it kind of thing but if you know your best players are the ones leading it and the first sitting in the meeting room and taking the most notes and practice the hardest and do an extra film and everything. And like, damn, that that's, he's been there and done that. So that must be what I have to do in the playoffs. And before we get to the calls, here's John Harbaugh. This is yesterday. Keep in mind, talking about the injuries heading into today. Yeah, we're pretty optimistic about everybody. And then uh, varying degrees of optimism with certain guys and, uh, 
You really, I mean, it's just like any week, you just have to see it unfold. I mean, some guys are good to go. Other guys um, are going to be more day by day. Kind of said nothing, you know. I mean, good to go, but day by day, day by day, you know. And then he says, <laughs> Two sitcoms, no, I Bob, the, the best one was, yeah, we're optimistic, but there's different levels of optimism, you know. <laughs> and we'll know more, I guess, Today. around 140 yes. this afternoon when they're back there on the yeah, practice. Who's field. not practicing? Those kind of things because, yeah, it is. But the week's going to come fast. It's Flowers, Marlin, Ronnie, Stanley, Oway, and Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton practiced, though. But he hasn't played oh, yeah. in a, dealing with that knee in a couple of weeks here. Or uh, Orioles. Uh, Ravens. Uh, Orioles announced their promotional schedule. It's a Nolan uh, McGraw bobblehead, by the way, which we'll tell you about later on in the show. Yeah, and you're not getting paid for it, by the way. Have fun with that, Nolan McGraw. But, um, Laquan, Laquan Williams was released. Pepe Williams was placed on IR. Mm-hmm. So some maneuvering. It looks like Devin Duvernay's return is imminent here, among other things. Yeah, I guess they want that speed and returnability, I guess, because he doesn't provide anything as a wide receiver. So, I don't know, maybe he looks good in practice, I'm guessing. All right, um, let's, oh, I'm sorry. Let's get a phone call in here, Nolan. We have time for a call. Or you want to wait? It's up to you. All right, let's go to uh, Perry Hall. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7. The fan, we got more football talk coming up throughout the course of the week. Uh, but today, we got NFL lunch. We're going to hear from C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans as they win this past weekend handily over Cleveland. Dwayne and Perry Hall. Dwayne, thanks for holding. What's happening on this turn up Tuesday? Uh, not a whole lot. I just had three points I just wanted to make and see if you guys want to comment on any of them. Number one, it amazes me that the Lions win their first playoff game in 32 years, and they're actually on a path to go to the conference championship. They're going to take care of Tampa next week. But there's 100 times more talk on social media and just network cable, no matter what avenue. There's more talk about Dallas and Philly losing. Mm-hmm. And number number two, We've all seen better tackling in high school games than we saw out of the two Pennsylvania teams. I can't believe the tackling I saw out of out of uh, Pittsburgh and Philly. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and, the, the the Philly one was was all. I mean, to me, that a lot of that is. I mean, it was poor angles, poor tackling, poor positioning. It was like there wasn't a lot of want to. And it got well, worse exactly. as the game yeah. got. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were just trying to stay healthy then. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But, uh, hey, on that nine-point spread, guys, I've looked at like 50,000, 100,000 spreads in my life, and I always like playing a game before I look at it. I don't even do it as much anymore as I did years ago because, you know, it's not you – can, you can always come within a half a point. And if I'm a full point off, I'm a little startled sometimes. It makes me look a little deeper at the game, actually. But when I'm a point and a half off, before I took a look, a peek at the Ravens the first time, I guess seven and a half. When I saw nine, I was like, damn, this is good. Because we don't care about style points. I can care less if we come up with our B-minus game, steal a victory at the end, and win by a point. Nobody cares. No. We just had to move on to to, to the next week. Yeah, but I'm telling you guys, if you're of the belief that the odds makers know more than most people, and you're a Raven fan, and you only care about a W, that nine-point spread is a good sign because – these guys do this for a living and millions of dollars on the line, you know what I mean? Yep. Hey, thanks, Dwayne. Well, you know, uh, they whiffed on the Dallas game. That was seven and a half at kickoff time. But I'm more kind of in the parlay stuff now. 
or I go into the legs and hope that players achieve individual stuff mm-hmm. as opposed to, like if I want to win money on the Ravens game, I got to bet a ton of money. Right. I get a like five, six leg parlay. My $5 bet can turn into hundreds of dollars. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd lay that nine points, Vinny, to be totally Ooh. honest with you. If I'm betting on that game, point spread wise. Yeah. I mean, Bob, because they've done it. I mean, you'd have never thought that with Detroit and Seattle either. You know, that there was. Oh, they housed them. Yeah. But, you know, weather was warmer. Yeah. I don't know. It's a playoff game. And as Dwayne said, if they win by a point, it's all that matters. Move as long on. as they're hosting that AFC championship game. A week from this Sunday, and what are they saying already? It's the after. It's the early game, three o'clock. Three game. o'clock game. So that means, up, ah, Nolan. I'm going to follow your advice. I'm not looking ahead. Not looking ahead. I will say that we'll be at Brew Brothers this Sunday mm-hmm. or Saturday. Saturday, one o'clock. Yep. For uh, Baltimore Game Day on Sense of the pregame show, brought to you by Rice Martha Pasaurus Horseshoe Casino. Come on down. Let's have some playoff fun. Buy or sell next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Turn it up Tuesday, crank it up to 12. You want it loud, we'll play it. Send your song request, plus for text line at 410-583-1057. Ravens back in practice today. John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, Roquan Smith, Odell Beckham meeting with the media. So we'll hear from them tomorrow when we reconvene. Terps win out in Champaign on Sunday. Signature win of the year, but still plenty of work to be done. For instance, Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology came out. ESPN, Maryland's not in it. So they need to start stacking a little bit. We're a month away, basically, from pitchers and catchers. Uh, Caesar Sportsbook win total for the Orioles was 90, which will take. Yeah. And the Dodgers at 103 and a half. Damn. I'm taking the under on that one. But we'll get into baseball in due time. But right now, let's count our money. Hopefully, the buyers up. Yeah, the Dow's down 243. The S&P's down 19. 
Um, NASDAQ is down 50. DraftKings is up 65 cents. Under Armour is down 43 cents. Well, since you mentioned it there, Bob, let's start in baseball here with a veteran player maybe looking for a new home. Joey Votto uh, won't be retiring after his long-tenured career with the Reds came to an end this past season. All indications are that he intends to keep playing. And according to Bob Nightingale, there are three teams in serious talks with the veteran first baseman right now. Hasn't played close to a full season since 2021, but still got some power and you know he's going to take his walks. But Bob, buy or sell, Votto can still start for a playoff contender. I'm selling it. He came back from his injury last year, had the the hot start when Dela Cruz had just got called up in the Reds, started to cook a little bit, but nah. I mean, could he be a valuable potential home run bat off your bench bringing veteran leadership? Sure, but starting, selling. Over to the NFL here. Not many were expecting the Dolphins to really have a shot on Saturday night. Didn't make the results any easier to accept for Miami. And their quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, put together a very good regular season. Stayed healthy for a full 17 games, which was something that was very much in question this time last year. Yet the way things ended really doesn't inspire much confidence for him moving forward. Uh, He'll be playing this next season, 2024, on his fifth-year option. The contract questions will linger all offseason. Vinny, buy or sell, Miami should wait another year before handing Tua any sort of deal. Um, I'll buy that. I'll buy it. Um, the thing is, is I, I think the Ravens broke their will. I mean, the, the Ravens, they were never the same after they came back from the Ravens. Between that and the injuries... In you that know, game specifically, the, the, the Chubb injury, that might have just been the, the final demoralization killer. Yeah. A little, yeah. A little NBA here. Uh, they're going to be making some changes to the draft format moving forward. This yeah. summer, the event will be split into two nights for the first time. Round one on a Wednesday, round two the following night on a Thursday. It's something that Adam Silver said he's been toying with for a while, and he cited the growing number of star players right now in the league that have been taken in the second round. Uh, Should have ample time to be promoted was his argument. Give those guys their shine instead of having them selected close to midnight Eastern time in the single-day format. Bob, are you buying or selling that there's enough interest to warrant a two-day draft? (sighs) I'll soft buy it, I guess. You you say something to me last week about that. Like, yeah, they're going to move to two days. I'm like, oh. So I didn't feel like, oh, it's great. You know what I mean? The difference is to me, like a lot of the international players take precedent and rightfully so. And your point about second rounders, uh, Jokic was a second rounder. Draymond Green was a second rounder, among others. I think Jimmy Buckets might have been a second round draft pick too, right? Giannis, right? Or is he late first? No, no he was like he was, middle first yeah. round, like 15 oh. or 16, something like that. But yes, but... The college landscape has changed so dramatically back in the olden days, which I like to hearken back to. You knew all the dudes. Right. Now it's like, I don't know. They're one and done in college, or they bypass college altogether and play in these, uh, like the the Thompson twins, uh, the Soar, and the, the one that's in Detroit, one's in Houston. I mean, you don't really know them. So, uh, unless there's a Maryland guy, which there won't be part of this year's draft, I don't think. Or a local kid. I mean, my interest kind of taps out after, you know, the Wizards pick. And 
their draft history says it's going to be somebody crappy. I, I, Senior crappy. I don't. I don't think it'll be very well viewed, Bob. Like you said, I mean, Europeans nobody cares. And there's about no Webunyama. Yeah, nobody knows. Year. Nobody knows who they are. Right. You know, all right, these guys become stars, but they were second rounders. But nobody knows them when they come out. I know missing six hours of uh, Jay Billis go upside in high ceiling yeah. will be a loss for people. But I think we can improvise and adapt. Player comparisons. Yeah. This guy reminds me of a young Michael Jordan. Yes. <laughs> Let's close with this here in uh, the NFL. The Chiefs, their offense, been searching for a legit wide receiver to help out Pat Mahomes all season. Mm-hmm. It's been downright ugly at times. But on Saturday night, his connection with Rasheed Rice was off the charts. They looked like a veteran duo that had been playing for years and years and years. 130 yards, a touchdown was his stat line in that one. And actually look at his recent stretch of games down the stretch in the regular season. Putting together pretty good stretch here. Maybe getting hot at the perfect time. But Vinny Byersell, Rice's breakout isn't a coincidence. He can be their next wide receiver number one. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. They've kind of been bringing him. He's kind of been taking steps to that. And then, you know, in the biggest game of their season thus far, he shined. So going to Buffalo, we'll see. I mean, they're going to have to pay a lot of attention to him. I mean, because a lot of times, I mean, you saw it like watching the film, like Kelsey would have three dudes around him, you know, and, and then everybody else is free. Hell, uh, Michael Irvin, I was watching NFL Network yesterday or Sunday, and he was kind of giving the Chiefs the business because Rich Eisen, the question was, are the Chiefs back? Mm. And Irvin's like, <coughs> back to what they were, where they were feared offensively? He goes, no. Yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey had three drops, doesn't run like he used to. Rice is kind of their only weapon at wide out. Yeah. I mean, Pacheco's dangerous, but they're just – I mean, Mahomes is always a guy that makes you worry, but they're not backed. I mean, they're playing a road playoff game. And the O-line's not as No, good. for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career against uh, Josh Allen and the Bills. We'll get in all of those scores. If you want to talk about Wild Card Weekend, now is your chance for Ted – 5831057. You want to preview Houston with us? We're listening. Feel free to do so. Ravens are nine point favorites at home. Is that an appropriate point spread? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Every game, every interview, every take. 105.7, the voice of the fan. Turn it up Tuesday. Goes up to 12 here at the station. I know you're sick of hearing it, but that's a fact. Our volume goes to 12. That's why we say turn it up to 12. Allison Chains, always great. Pick a song. We'll play it loud. 410-583-1057. Plaza Ford Tax Line. You want to join us on the WGK Law phone lines. We'll get you here in a second. Aaron Wilson tweeting out, who we'll talk to this week. Covered the Ravens for years for the Carroll County Times, Baltimore Sun. Now out in Houston. Since C.J. Stroud returned from his concussion, suffered against the Jets. Yep. He's completing 76% of his throws for 751 yards, six touchdowns, and no interceptions. Coming off a playoff game in which his quarterback rating was over 157. So he is a guy that is dealing right now, to say the least. He definitely is. And, Bob, in those three games that he's had, he's had ideal conditions in all of them. The one road game was at Indy in a dome. And the other two games were at home in a dome. So ideal conditions. Did he do it? Yep, he did it. But it's going to be, you know, going outdoors, going on the road, on the road in his first playoff game against the best team in the league that leads the league in sacks. And why did he get the concussion against the Jets? What did the Jets do well? Play good defense. Get after the quarterback. And didn't Laramie Tunsil get hurt against Cleveland over the weekend? He did. I can't remember if he came back or didn't come back. I mean, he hurt his shoulder. He looked like he was under duress physically in that win against the Browns. Let's get out to the phones. It's Bob Adivitis, Rado, Nolan McGraw. Go to Baltimore. It's Jacob. Jacob, thanks for holding what's happening on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. All right. Um, obviously, Lamar is 1-3 in, in the playoffs, and if you think about it, um, those three games that he's lost were all in cold weather. Buffalo obviously was freezing. Lamar looked um, like he like couldn't handle the cold. The one game he won was in Tennessee, which wasn't cold. So I don't know. Everyone's talking about Tua how he can't play in the cold, and I, I don't know about you guys. I'm I'm really nervous about him playing um, um, in M&T Bank when it's going to be freezing, especially this this um, coming Saturday. So um, what do you guys think about um, Lamar's chances in the cold? I don't I don't have any problem with it. I mean, they play a lot of cold games. They practice every day in the cold. You know, they're out there practicing today in the cold. So, uh, and they practiced last week in the cold. So I don't have an issue with, you know, Lamar playing in, in the cold. He practices every day in it. Right. Oh, sorry about that, Jacob. So, Jacob, uh, concerns, okay, I guess they could be somewhat legitimate uh, in the three losses, you know, Buffalo and then two at home. I don't recall the Charger game being all that cold, though, right? Both that and Tennessee. Were relatively mild games. Very, for a January night in Baltimore. It was pushing 50 for the Titans game, I think. Yeah, and the Buffalo game, well, it's Buffalo. It is cold, and that game was back and forth and then Lamar threw the pick six and then they got knocked out of the game and the Bills advanced to the championship game. And Tucker missed two field goals too. Does um Lamar normally he wears sleeves, doesn't he? Doesn't he he wears white sleeves, I think, doesn't he under his shirt? I think he does. Uh, maybe he likes to show off them guns. 
to the national TV audience. But weather can be a factor. And we go back to uh, Saturday in Kansas City, and the Dolphins seem to be very overwhelmed by the conditions there. I mean, that was almost unplayable football weather. But as Nolan pointed out during a buy or sell, you know, the, the injuries eventually caught up to Miami too, I think. Well, I think they went in there with the attitude, Bob, that, you know, we're going in there with not a very talent. I mean, you're missing three starters as your pass rushers. You're missing three in the secondary. You're missing your starting inside linebacker. You're missing like seven dudes on defense. Waddle's not healthy. Mostert's not healthy. So, I mean, and you're going on the road in the freezing cold. There was no no way in hell that, I mean, we didn't think they had, I didn't think they had a chance. No, unless Kansas City had a ton of turnovers there. But the two stories that kind of sort of had something to do with the game, one, Patrick Mahomes' helmet broke yeah. on that hit. And... They let him change his helmet without having to burn a timeout, right? Yep. Without having to to leave. You know, because otherwise, if you have to leave like that, you got to replace the player. Yeah. And he didn't have to be replaced. I mean, when's a helmet ever? I'm sure it was because of the cold. Yeah, Ross Tucker, who, you know, friend of the show, he tweeted out he had never seen that before. He played in the NFL and obviously yeah. in college and has followed it for years. I've never seen a broken helmet before i mean i've seen a face mask break off but Bent not over, a piece yeah. of the helmet it, it <laughs> cracked but he got to put the helmet on didn't have to go to protocol either not mm-hmm. that he showed any concussion symptoms but when your helmet breaks i mean you have to figure that there was little damage to the old cranium area there in well, some what, way what he said bob too was that the helmet that they went and got his other one was so cold he could he could hardly get it on because it was frozen. Yeah, he kept it. We saw him on the you know yeah. they showed it on the sidelines. It had the dot on it because he's the guy, but the helmet cracked. And then Nolan, yet Andy Reid, with the frozen snot on his mustache, standing yeah. there. I would be like, look, he's a man's man. He doesn't care. Right. But every time I see that State Farm where he's eating now, probably my wretch <laughs> a little bit, thinking about the snot-filled Can I mustache. Have some more of those nuggies? But yeah, those nuggies <laughs> taste. But somebody walk over, hey, man, you got some snot on your nose. Because I'm a guy, and I know it's uncouth, but if you got something on your nose, I'm telling you. Oh, man, yeah. women, chi- hey, blow your nose, you got something on your nose. <laughs> Instead of you walking around with something hanging off your nose. I guess there's a more tactful way of saying it, but like, hey, you got blow your nose, you got something hanging. Man, you got a little icicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got some uh, snot frozen on your mustache there, so that could yeah, be kind of dripping down, be, you know, and you don't even know it. He looked like a real walrus, and every yes. time they cut back to it, it was a closer and closer <laughs> shot of the mustache. <laughs> It made me pray that they would show Taylor Swift when it was all said done because I actually get sick of looking at her with all due respect to you Swifties there. It's Vinny at 80, 1057 The Fan. We'll come back, take your phone calls, report Ted, 583-1057. Start getting into these games more in-depth. We'll start with Houston, the win against the Browns. Joe Flacco had a rough day in what's probably his last day game as a Cleveland player as Deshaun Watson was standing on the sidelines all heartbroken. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And stuff. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Play action for Stroud. Good protection. Loads it up. Fires downfield. Excellent touch. Perfectly delivered. Touchdown. Dalton Schultz. Stroud strikes again for 37 yards. Dalton Schultz with a touchdown, his only catch of the day, 37-yard TD, one of three touchdowns thrown by C.J. Stroud. That was NBC on the call. C.J. Stroud, 16 of 21, 274. The three touchdowns we talked about, 157.2 quarterback rating as Houston demolishes Cleveland in the second half, especially 21-zip. They outscored them on their way to that blowout win, and we talked about it. It was a back-and-forth game for about a quarter and a half, and then Joe Flacco became very giving, and then things started to get out of control near halftime as uh, Houston was up 10, 24-14. Well, I mean, Joe did what he's done the whole time he's been playing. He he doesn't protect the football well enough. You know, he makes some plays, but if he's going to give you 14, you know, I mean, you you can't afford to have him on the field, especially – Bob, when they don't even have a, any sense of a run game whatsoever. Over the next three days, we're going to break down this matchup. We'll look back at the first game between the two. Vinny will do film breakdown of that Houston win against Cleveland. Jonathan Grenard was back, who's their leading pass rusher with 12 and a half sacks. But how healthy is he ahead of this divisional game Saturday afternoon? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see the film, Bob, because when, when he played in the opener against the Ravens, he looks fast and explosive off the ball. He had a sack in the first series, and he ended up with one. But, I mean, he would be challenging. I just want to see, um, coming off of his injury, where is he at? Does he look the same as he did in week one? Does he have that kind of burst? Ravens nine-point favorites. Are you comfortable with that spread? If you're a gambling person, I'm not saying you have to be, would you lay money on the Ravens to cover said thing? Uh, Terps win Sunday in Illinois against the 10th-ranked Fighting Illini, Maryland's biggest win of the year so far. Can they follow it up? They're at Northwestern tomorrow. We'll talk about that here on the show. But right now, let's go to D.C. It is Walt. Walt, thanks for holding. You're on the fan video. Haney, Nolan, it's Turn It Up Tuesday. Hey, fellas, thanks for taking the call. Uh I'm in a bit of a conundrum here. Um, I had a baby that was supposed to be due on Saturday, and here we are, no baby yet, so I might miss the game. I'm a season ticket holder. I live in D.C., but I was born and raised more. Well, you see, players themselves will miss games because of uh, (laughs) the birth of their kids. So, I mean, you got to be there for that one. I mean, I don't know if you have any, but I was there for my – a daughter's birth and uh, it's something that you know you want to you want to brag about you do a oh, little yeah, whining sure. too especially if it takes you forever. can watch <laughs> hey you could be in the waiting room and stuff and watch it on your phone that's right and, and the room has a 40 inch tv i see now down there in loudon county the hospital there so nah, um, you so gotta it, be there dude you gotta make it I will, out I'll, I'll be there i'll be at the afc championship game if uh when we go there so yeah. 
But uh, I, I just want to say for all the fans that are going to be at the game, be loud. At the Miami game, we just weren't that loud. The, the Cincinnati Bengal game, that was the loudest I think the stadium's been this year. I think we forced uh, them to call multiple timeouts, a couple false starts. But the Miami game, we just we weren't we weren't that loud. So just for everyone listening, be loud. That's all I got, guys. Thanks. All right, Walt. Congratulations to you and uh, the wife there, man. Mm-hmm. Good job. Here's Walt. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, doing his thing there. But the uh, Miami game, and memory serves. It was only two weeks ago, but it was cold. Yeah, and it was a and it was over fast, wasn't it? It it got out of control big time in the second half. The Bengals game was that Thursday nighter where Burrow got hurt. Yeah, division yeah. rival, and you know they were kind of playing good football, and and he got hurt. Was Clowney hit him, and then when Burrow went to plant, when the wrist uh, got banged up, and you know he he threw a touchdown pass yeah. on his final throw of the season, and yeah. then uh, buckled in pain. Well, the thing with the the crowd, Bob, is that I would think that they'll be jacked up for this one, you know, because they know. All right, in 19, it was like, uh, hey, well, no problem. We'll win this and move on. You know, we've got to get ready for the champion. Hey, can't guarantee anything. Nope. You learn from that mistake from four years ago. Let's go to Owings Mills. It's Brian. Brian, what's happening? Hey, guys, what's going on? How much, Brian? Hey man, well, y'all didn't play my song I requested last last week. What was it? Uh, a white knight satin. Oh, knights of white satin. It. Yeah, you didn't play it. Yeah, well, you gotta yell at Nolan. He controls the music. We just listen yeah, to it like everybody else. Come on, Nolan, what the hell are you doing over there? He said I'm still on the I'm on the hardball tip. I said yeah. He asked me what I said. I like Tommy. Yeah, I like Mike Tommy. When was the last time you won the Super Bowl? But he been at two of them. This guy ain't been. But it's not one. what I said, by the way. But all right, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's not what you said. But I'm saying to you is that the guys that are that are that are available, they've been to multiple Super Bowls. This dude has only been to one, and he did it with with Ray Lewis and that a veteran team. So I've been hearing everybody talk about Tom Brady and Belichick and all that, but you know he couldn't win it without him. It's you know he couldn't win it without Ray and those guys. That's a fact. Say well, something. I'm pulling on my ass. He ain't, he ain't took us back since then. Well, dude, you know, Brian, they're not getting rid of John Harbaugh, so this is kind of a moot point you know. here. I mean, you're well, arguing with yourself. Some, watching other teams get rid of their coaches, why Why do we have to stick with this guy? By the way, they won that Super Bowl with their offense. Ray Lewis was running all over the Superdome, couldn't cover anybody in that game. I'm being serious. You laughing, Duke, if he can't get out, he was another third divisional round. That's embarrassing, man. At some point, when are you going to say we need to move on from that? You like mediocre? Well, 13 and 4 number one seeds, not right. mediocre. You're right. right. You can't get to a Super Bowl. It's no 10 and 7 good. and lose it in the wild card rounds, mediocre. Ask those Cowboys fans how they feel. Ask, the, ask Philly, are they playing around with their head coach? All right, there's Brian. Once they were in the Super Bowl fired. last year. Yeah. Ravens haven't lost yet. Right. Not, did I miss something? Have I yeah. slept through the last five days and they've played already and we're doing a post-mortem on the team? John Harbaugh's not going anywhere. I mean, that's you got to, like, deal with it. It's like Oriole fans. They're not spending $400 million on a free agent. Accept it. Is it right or wrong? I don't know. But it's, it's reality. Mm-hmm. Just accept reality. 
and then propping up Tomlin in the same breath. Right. Talks about Ravens 13 and 4, number one seed mediocre, 10 and 7, eking into the playoffs, needing help, and then losing in the first round. That's mediocrity, Brian. And he ain't been in a Super Bowl in over 10 years. And by the way, the last one they went to, they lost to Mike McCarthy. Cool. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers didn't even know what ayahuasca was back in those days. So how long ago it was. Let's go to Joe Woodbury. Joe, what's up? What's up, fellas? Hey, hey Bob, I'm at the trade up a day. We know you was on that uh, total gym. Yes. Uh, stop drinking six packs on the way to get that thirty pack. All right. That that that'll help you a little bit too, Bob. Ah, uh, really? Uh, good call. Good call. All right. Anyway, I was going to say something, but I'm, I got the harp on the last caller. Check this out. There's a chain of command. It starts from the owner to the general manager. Then once we get to the coach, the coach's job is to hire him a coordinator on offense and defense. And I was just telling a quick draw. I said, you think where Houston was at that first game and where we were. And for years we was talking about Lamar doesn't throw to the backs. Lamar doesn't throw to the backs. Lamar don't make the call. We didn't have a person who would call to throw it out in the flat to the running backs or some of the plays that Munkin is calling. It's not like uh, some people were saying, well, Lamar don't want to do it. Lamar didn't get called to do it. But now you see, I think he takes pleasure in dumping that ball off and watching uh, Justice Hill and then run down the sidelines and all that stuff, man. So I'm looking at, it's like pick your poison. I think Lamar's saying that to himself. I don't know if he's saying it, but I know if I'm back there, quarterbacking, all I'm saying is, man, I got all these toys, and I'm going to have some fun with them. I'm dumping it off the flowers. I'm dumping it off to this person. And then every now and then we're going to take a shot down the field. And to me, to see Bateman catch some balls, I think the earlier they get him involved, the game will go much smoother. Because get him involved first, then you sprinkle some down the flowers. Then you sprinkle some down the uh, OBJ. Then you hit the backs. It, and then hopefully the defense will stop anybody trying to run. And um, that's all I got to say about it, man. So y'all can just say whatever y'all want about the upset, about what the Texans going to do and all that. I feel good about the Texans. I like C.J. Stroud. I knew he was going – I hoped he would be a good quarterback, just like I hope Lamar. But Lamar is far superior than where he came from, from the first time he stepped on that field in 2018. He's mature. And I know he's going to do what he did to all the teams that – Look, he didn't already prove that he could do what he uh, was able to do. Like when, uh, like I keep telling y'all, when um, uh, 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 Steve, Steve Young said, Lamar will not flourish in the Greg Rump offense. Is he flourishing now? Baltimore, so shut up and just watch the game. Take it easy, y'all. <laughs> Greg Roman, by the way, interviewed for the Bears yeah. offense coordinator job. And, and I think that would be a great hire if they have fields. If they have um, Caleb Williams, no. No, 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 no. Caleb Williams did declare for the draft, making that official worst-kept secret in college football. So presumed to be the number, or assumed, whatever, be the number one pick in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. Bears have the pick, but do they trade it and keep fields? There's the there's the whatever the rookie number one pick gets, multi-million dollar question. It's video Haney, 105, sub of the fan. If you want to have NFL lunch with us, we're feeding you next. You want to get in at Sports at 583-1057. We'll look at our picks for Wild Card Weekend. Jeffrey Chidea, NFL.com. We'll look at the weekend it was and look ahead to the divisional round. Patrick Mahomes is playing his first ever road playoff game at Buffalo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.